Hello beautiful souls and welcome back to the Conscious Women podcast episode number two. In today's episode I will be talking about the seven signs that you're going through an awakening, ready for an awakening and what exactly is an awakening. This is such an important topic at this crazy time of how 2020 has just taken such an unexpected turn. So many of you are calling deeply for change in one way or another. The world has had a series of awakenings this past few months and every single one of us has been affected in some way. No one has had immunity from it. I've had so many people tell me about how this lockdown has really given them the time to just sit back and review their lives and that they want to make some changes or are being called to make changes in their lives. So crisis can be the driver of change. We can either choose to ignore this or we can choose to do something about it and ask ourselves a question, well, what do I really want my new normal to look like? and then go out and create it. Going through an awakening is one of the most confusing, lonely, alienating and even quite traumatic, but also one of the most beautiful experiences in life. The unsettling and equally beautiful thing about spiritual awakenings is that they occur at the least unexpected times and there is no way that you can plan for them. They just lurch into your life and they just shake everything up like a tornado. But the hidden gift buried beneath them is that they occur at the precise time that they are needed. Spiritual awakenings are the soul's cry for freedom. Listen to its call and your life will be transformed into something meaningful and significant. Refuse its call and life can just feel empty and unfulfilled. Change can be hard and painful, but let me tell you on the other side of being more conscious and awakened is freedom. Freedom with living your life authentically and in alignment with what your soul is craving. So let's dive into the seven signs. You're listening to the Conscious Women podcast for the spiritually minded and conscious driven visionary woman who's ready to elevate her life, business or career. I'm your host, Suki Ko, mindset coach and meditation teacher. My goal in this show is to lead you into your inner world and for you to see the infinite potential within you to be, do and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset and spiritual development. Each week, I'll bring you coaching sessions, strategies, and guided meditations on how to do the inner work to discover your soul's purpose, find alignment with your authentic self, and get a mindset makeover so you can create a life you love. I truly believe that you can achieve anything you put your mind to. I'll be showing you how powerful you really are, how to face your fears, overcome obstacles, and most importantly, how to take action and stop playing small. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Looking back now, I've always had the pull for spirituality all my life, even as a child, but I just ignored the signs and didn't quite understand it back then. And then I just got too busy with life. But you know what? When the universe wants to give you signs, it can sometimes be subtle or sometimes it can hit you over the head like a ton of bricks and we can still ignore them at our own peril. I've had so many signs and the more conscious you become, the more synchronicities appear. Looking back at my life, there were probably three extreme pivotal moments The first real awakening where I started paying attention and took some action was back in 2007 when I found the courage to tell my husband that I wasn't happy in our marriage and wanted a divorce. I hadn't been happy in a very long time but stayed in the marriage because it was the done thing, living that conventional life and just living with expectation. Oh, I'm so passionate about those two words, conventional and expectation. And you will hear me talk a lot about those two topics in the future episodes. 
So it was the expectation that everyone else had for me and divorce was such a taboo subject in my culture back then. Also I had two sons to think about so even though I was contemplating it for a long while I didn't have the courage to do anything about it. The second for me was when my dad and my sister were both diagnosed with cancer within 12 months of each other. Whoa, that for me and the rest of my family turned our lives upside down in a matter of a second. It really opened my eyes to tell me that life really can be taken away from you in a matter of a second. We take life for granted. We all think that we're going to live until a ripe old age and that death is something we don't talk about. And what is it that we're doing? We're living a life on a hamster wheel, busy and stressed out all the time, not having time for ourselves or doing the things that really matter, all that are on our bucket list. We tell ourselves the biggest lie that I don't have the time or you tell yourself I'll do it one day or I would love to do that one day and then that one day may be too late. You know what there's a saying that there's only two guarantees in life and that is number one that you're going to die and number two we don't know when. You've heard the cliche phrase that life is too short but pay attention my lovelies life really is too short. And the third sign telling me that I was having an awakening was when I took the leap of faith and quit my corporate nine-to-five as a lawyer. Say what? Yes, everything I had worked towards in my life, 16 years in the making, I gave it up just like that. My friends and family thought I'd gone mad, saying, why are you throwing away such a lucrative career? But I knew deep down in my gut, I knew that I was meant for something more, and I knew something was missing, and I just felt so misaligned in my life. But one thing I knew for sure was that I no longer wanted to be in a soul-sucking job. I was living a corporate nightmare, constant stress and burnout, working 10 to even 14 hours a day some days, even 7 days a week. I was miserable and unfulfilled. I realised that I'd become institutionalised in that corporate bubble. I lived heavily in my masculine energy and pretty much disconnected from my feminine energy which just gave me no balance in life. And for what? To trade freedom for money and happiness for status? But I knew I had another path. And this is the path that led me to here, led me here today. To live a life and run a business that I only once dreamed about. To transform my life and, and the lives of hundreds of women. It's allowed me to create this podcast and I am so deeply and eternally grateful that I've had this awakening. Now, I've given you three extreme examples in my life where the universe gave me signs that I was having an awakening. And that I was ready and prepared to make the changes and elevate my life. But it didn't come easy. I literally had to roll up my sleeves and take massive action. It was a very hard time, but I kept going. It was very painful at times and very emotional, but you know what, I stuck at it. I've had many more subtle signs from the universe and I chose to ignore those, but not anymore. Even the subtle signs now hit me over the head like a ton of bricks, but I like like to call them divine synchronicities. And when you are living in this energy 24 seven, life is beautiful. So, Let's dive into the seven signs that are going to tell you that you're ready to have an awakening and that you're ready to elevate and move into the next phase of your life. And this can happen at any time in your 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s, your 50s and even beyond. I would call this a spiritual awakening, but if either of those words make you feel any resistance or make you feel uncomfortable, don't use them. You can just simply choose to say, I'm ready to make a change in my life. But you know what? If it is too woo-woo for you, it's okay. I got you. This podcast is really a safe space for all things personal development. Take what resonates with you and leave what doesn't. But I want to invite you to come with an open mind and stay with an open heart. And that's really all I ask. When we are having a spiritual awakening, we literally wake up to life. 
there are endings and there is this ending maybe of a relationship or a job that is no longer serving you and then there are new beginnings and when we begin to question our old beliefs habits and ideals and thought patterns even our expectations of others we begin to question them and then we begin to consider that there's more to life than what we've been taught and you may even be asking yourself the questions why am i here what is my purpose in life why am i suffering why am i always comparing myself to others why do i feel so unfulfilled in life i call these growing pains towards awakening which brings these deep significant questions within us and that we've been suppressing or pulling off the feelings and these emotions and that can come down to the fear or due to concerns of what others will think due to societal expectations of living a conventional life of going to school getting a good education getting a good job, buying a house, getting married, having babies, etc, etc. You get the gist right. We are forced to live in this box. And some of us are that square peg in a round hole. And we rinse and repeat and history repeats itself. And then we just expect our kids to do the same. You know, an up-leveling on the conscious plane can really happen at any time and can be triggered by major life changes. So an illness, a tragedy or trauma or immense stress and much more. So if you have been feeling misaligned with your life, you thought you were supposed to live, this is an awakening. The universe is trying to speak to you and say, hey girl, let me shake you up a bit. Let me get your attention. And these are synchronicities or coincidences some of you might call. But they are like a beautiful reminder from the universe saying, girl, you're on the right path and you're doing the right thing. Keep going. Okay, so moving right along. First of the seven signs that you're ready to up level is... Number one, the strong need to be alone. One of the first signs of awakening is paying more attention to your life. You may be going through life on autopilot without giving much thought to who you are and what you want and even why you're here. You do a life review and you may ask yourself the question, who am I? Why am I here? What's my role on this earth? Having these questions pop up, it's like turning on a light in a previously dark room. You become aware that you are witnessing how you do life. And you may even ask yourself, is this it? Is this what my life is? You start to see your own worth and you start to set boundaries. You have the strong need to go inwards, be alone and do things for yourself. You have a total re-evaluation of your life and you have started going within and realised that you too are your own person. And you start to have this urge to set boundaries and to make yourself a priority. When you become more conscious and are having an awakening, it's like a caterpillar cocooning. I want to encourage you to continue because it's a powerful process you're going through. These are growing pains. You know, it's like a caterpillar transforming into a butterfly. The caterpillar has to end that life as a caterpillar and then cocoon into the chrysalis, which is the incubation period before it transforms into the beautiful butterfly. We as humans also need this incubation phase in order to grow. The second way is aversion to negative people and behaviours. Toxic relationships start to break apart because there is a level of frequency in your energy. So let me give you an example. It's like the metaphor of a radio. You have to tune into a certain frequency to hear the news show or the music, right? So when you change that frequency, you're slightly out from the radio station that you're tuned into and you're not on the same frequency. You can't hear them or you can't hear it clearly. This is the same with people in your life. You're not going to align with those people who are functioning on an old frequency or a different frequency to you unless they up-level to the frequency you're operating from. 
this can be painful and relationships can begin to fall apart or you grow out of certain relationships. Your values may start to clash and you don't have things in common anymore. Or you don't support each other's choices. These relationships are no longer working in your highest interest. And if you feel the resistance and rejection from these people in your life on the older frequencies, it's because there's something different about you and they don't like it. And they just say to you, oh, you've changed, what's wrong with you? You will need to withstand these reactions and live a life more in alignment of who you really are. The good news is when you start setting these boundaries or even moving on with some of these relationships, you clear the space for new relationships and you start to attract like-minded people and have the pull to connect with these type of people as they are on the same frequency as you. You may even feel lonely and have a hard time relating to these people now than you used to. It doesn't mean you should leave these friends and those family members behind and get so wrapped up in your spiritual journey, but rather it's just something to take note of and set new boundaries with these people. Because let's face it, there are some people in your life that you just can't or unfortunately can't erase out of your life. The third way is having interest and inspiration for personal development. You start to question your identity and you want to improve your awareness of certain subjects. You know something is not working in your life and you're ready to make that change and enhance the quality of your life and contribute to the realisation of your dreams and aspirations. For me, this happened when I was really depressed in my corporate job and I had been for a very long time. Yes, it's a great job and some of my colleagues loved their jobs and thrived on it, but I was miserable. I felt so misaligned. Looking from the outside in, it looked like I had everything but I felt so unfulfilled and empty on the inside. So when I did quit my corporate job, I went on this journey to create a new identity because I'd become so institutionalised in this corporate bubble and I didn't recognise myself anymore. I became this person who I didn't want to be. I wasn't being authentic to myself. So that for me was the start of a beautiful journey. And I don't like to say I went to go and find myself. I went on this journey to create the new me. And that's when I really embraced my personal development and spiritual journey and I've never looked back. I actually look back at that woman whose body and mind I was living in 10 years ago and it just makes me shudder at the thought. I honestly feel like I'm living in a new body and mind and it's one that I've created and designed after peeling away at all the layers of expectations, beliefs, conditioning and old reprogramming. It was like literally rewiring an old house when you pull out all the old electrical wires and replace it with the new wires you aren't just going to place the new wires on top of the old ones are you so yeah it felt like I literally just pulled all this old wiring out of my brain okay so the fourth way is the sudden urge to meditate you want stillness and silence and to control your mind because you just don't want to be controlled by it anymore you get sick and tired of hearing those crazy thoughts in your head telling you you can't do things or fear thoughts Meditation gives you a chance to go inwards and hang out with your soul. Now I'm not going to go into too much detail about meditation in this episode because this is a topic that I'm so passionate about and it's a core topic that I will be regularly talking about in the upcoming episodes. The fifth way is increased intuition. This is your internal guidance system or your you can call it your internal GPS and for a lot of people it tends to start off as a little whisper the good thing is your intuition will always lead you in the right direction. If you're following the voice of your head, which tells you out of fear not to do something, that's different from your intuition. With your intuition, you will never feel fear. It is a calming and soothing feel when your intuition speaks to you. When it's your doubt or fear speaking, you'll feel anxious about it and usually your answer wavers. And there's an internal conflict that goes on, so you debate with yourself. 
Following your intuition comes with practice and the more you practice it and tune into it and trust your gut feeling, the easier it becomes. The sixth way is experiencing synchronicities. So you'll keep seeing repeated numbers, colours, words or images all the time. So they might be numbers like 1111 or 222. Some call these angel numbers and it's the way the angels communicate to us. So when you see these numbers or words or images, just pause for a moment and see what is it that you're thinking about or maybe even reading at the time or something that somebody has said to you. When you're on the right path, the universe winks and nods at you from time to time. It will give you subtle signs or even signs that may hit you over the head like a ton of bricks and it's whether you take notice of them. Some people are sceptical and just say, oh, that's just a coincidence. Yes, it's a coincidence, but I like to call it a divine coincidence. And once you understand that you're on that path, you'll begin to see them everywhere. For me, it was like getting the call to quit my job as a lawyer. And there was that little voice inside my head that just wouldn't go away. I kept shutting it off and saying, are you going mad, Suki? The blood, sweat and tears that went into your career, 16 years in the making and a huge financial investment that went into it. And you just want to quit with no plan B in place. But when I did, so many doors opened up for me, which led me to coaching school and even starting this podcast. When I started my personal development journey in 2014, I didn't know I wanted to go to coaching school. I was going to go into property, random right, yeah, I thought the same thing. I didn't know what my purpose was at the time, but all I knew was that I wanted to make money to replace my lawyer's salary. So I thought flipping properties would make me rich quick. I attended a seminar on buying and selling properties and on the same day there was another seminar going on in the same hotel and it was uh, the preview to Tony Robbins' Unleash the Power Within. I'd never even heard of Tony Robbins at this time but I was so blown away at the seminar and at the end of the two hours I purchased two tickets to Tony Robbins' UPW programme which was just so random and it was for the following year and this tickets cost me £1,200 and without even giving it a thought, I purchased them. And it was just my gut and my intuition leading me and just saying, you've got to do this. And I didn't even think twice and I just booked the tickets. I didn't even know who I was going to give the second ticket to. But let me tell you, it changed my life forever. This opened one door after another and the right people just came in front of me. And you've heard the saying, when the student's ready, the teacher appears. This led me to coaching school and then embarking on an amazing personal development journey, now living a life and running my own coaching and retreat business. The seventh way is you start to question your belief systems. You consciously start reassessing and questioning the belief systems programmed into you by others, like say your parents, your teachers or your peers. You're no longer on autopilot. You stop following the crowd and societal norms that you were told to follow and become socially programmed by. You start to form your own beliefs and start saying to yourself, I don't need to follow this belief. Or maybe it's a belief from religion, maybe it's a belief from your parents. And it doesn't matter where it comes from, but you start living a life according to your own terms and it is so liberating. Because when you're acting in accordance with your own truth, You don't feel any internal conflict and you don't feel like the need to change your behaviours or seek validation or approval of others. You really start living your life in a beautiful free way. So that was the seven signs. It doesn't mean you have to have all seven, even if you only resonated with one. It's a start. So let me sum it up. If you're feeling like things aren't right and you're not feeling powerful, you're not feeling happy and you know you want to make a change, it's time for you to wake up, sister. It is time for you to rise. 
You've been putting it off and putting it off. You've been criticising internally while you're smiling outward. I see you, sister. I see you. And it's time to let go and surrender. If you're feeling uncomfortable, it's a sign. If you're feeling disappointed where you're at, it's a sign. If you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling scared, concerned like things are just falling apart and you don't know how to fix it, it's a sign. But you do know that you're not meant to stay in that place. It's a sign that you're ready, that it's time to take action. It's time to stop limiting yourself. It's time to stop believing the story you tell yourself. It's time to quieten your ego voice. It's time to heal the wounds of the traumas and the limiting beliefs. And it's time to step up into who you really meant to be. You were meant to be someone more than just the woman who goes to work every day because she thinks it's what she's supposed to do and you're on that hamster wheel of stress, overwhelm and burnout. And you continue to live in the status quo because you don't want to upset your partner or parents or your family. It's time for you to stop worrying about the external and to look within because when you align yourself, everything in life perfectly falls into place and that's the universe's way of supporting you. I'm telling you this from my own personal experience. You are ready to shed, expand and awaken. Let this be the guide. Let this be the sign. You know you're ready to manifest your best self. You know you're ready to elevate your life or your business. If you're ready to be the happiest, most confident, most worthy soul you've been yearning for, I invite you to step up and take action and do something for yourself. You've been put on this earth for a reason. Wherever you're listening to this now, I want you to release the stress from your shoulders. I want you to take a deep breath and I want you to visualise the person you want to be in the future. Once you're ready to do the inner work, you don't need to be doing hours a day. You just need to make one baby step and just that dedication to do however much you can, wherever you can, just putting one foot in front of the other. And you can start with simply doing five minutes of meditation every day. So are you going to continue living the same old way or will you rise? So here's the reminder of the seven ways. Number one, the strong need to be alone. Number two, the aversion to negative people and behaviours. Number three, interest and inspiration for personal development. Number four, the sudden urge to meditate. Number five, increased intuition. Number six, experience synchronicity. Number seven, you start to question your old belief systems. And with that, my lovely, I want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Conscious Women podcast. I hope you feel empowered to go out and thrive today, knowing that it's all up to you and where you choose to go from here. If this episode spoke to your soul, which you both know it did, then please subscribe so you will be notified when new episodes are released. Please also rate and review the podcast on iTunes and share this with any other woman you know who will benefit from hearing this. Alright, so don't forget, if you would like to get the show notes for this episode, you can go over to my website at sukikor.com forward slash two. That's the number two. Once again, sukikor.com forward slash two. Before we go, I just want to say I love hearing from you. So if you have any questions about what we talked about today or any questions that you would like me to answer or even any topics that you would like me to discuss, please don't be shy. Reach out and send me an email. That's the best way of reaching me by email at suki suki s-u-k-i-e at sukicore.com thank you so much for joining me today and please don't forget to subscribe to be notified of new episodes 
Can I just leave you with one quote I really love from Joseph Campbell's A Hero's Journey. You enter the forest at the darkest point where there is no path. Where there is a way or a path, it is someone else's path. You are not on your own path. If you follow someone else's way, you are not going to realise your potential. Joseph Campbell What he is saying is that if you can see the path ahead of you, it's not your path. That's all on today's episode, my lovelies. See you on the next one. Bye.